0: Let's go!
1: Hey, kids. Hey, Dad.
0: War crimes will be prosecuted.
2: <sighs>
3: yeah, I, cho- I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the mat, No. The
4: feeling is definitely there. know my
5: name! It's a new morning in America. Your dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. You're not going to be too many punks.
1: Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you. That's my name. Yeah,
2: let's go to
1: the punk rock show. Introducing for your listening pleasure.
4: On. that's awesome <laughs> here we go high fives podcast episode 12 there's some back there's some back feed from my pop that i'm drinking <laughs> uh yeah that was a weird way to start but nevertheless we're starting hello it's happening episode 12 here yeah. we are high fives
3: high fives hi mike Hey, how's it going? Good, you? Oh, not bad.
4: So I feel like we should start out with addressing the fact that our last episode, episode 11, which was uh, songs, top five songs for starting anew, was a total failure. A failure. We we got zero, (laughs) zero. Lists. Lists. We had a lot of listens. I think it was a little too cerebral for everybody. (laughs) So my apologies, because that was my list. I'll try and dumb it down for all you
3: folks for the future. Should we just start doing things like songs with like the color red in it <laughs> that start with the letter M? <laughs> Maybe just no one cares anymore. Jesus.
4: It was a little disappointing, say the least.
3: Really grind your gears, hey? It really does.
4: Um so let's just let's just let's just move on Forget new list. about it. Episode 11 was a total flop.
3: Let's start anew.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well played, Mike. Well played. Um so this episode Let's let's talk a little bit about what this episode is. This episode is actually our first uh, suggestion episode, where our listener wrote in and said, "Hey, what about trying this out?" He better give a list. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, oh, I should say so. And because our last suggestion of a list was such a flop, I thought, well, maybe we should take the suggestion of somebody else. So uh, Jeff Munt. Sent this uh, list topic in. It's uh, top five bands you used to hate, but now you love. And I don't know that there's any band that I really like used to hate and now love. I think that's, that's a big transition from hate to love. Um,
3: I feel like there's a lot of bands you hate. Yeah, there is.
4: And <laughs> you know, been funny, for a lot of years. <laughs> funny enough, there's a lot of bands that I hate now that I used to love. That's true. Like the opposite. As I could opposed do, to going from hate to love, going from love to hate.
3: I could do a good list of that.
4: Yeah, yeah. it, it would be way too hard. So what have I been listening to? Um, you know, last night I just started going on the iTunes uh, rabbit hole, and I found a band uh, bleh, bleh, I found a band called uh, Old Grey. Oh, they're great. It's, uh, it's a little bit different. It's, it's kind of what I imagine like um, or what I remember Jewel to sound like. I'm sure they don't sound similar, but, like, you know when you build, like, a, a sound in your head of, like, a band that you used to listen to? Yeah. And then you pick it up and you're like, wow, this isn't anything like I remember it. Um, they sound like what I think Jewel would, would uh, what um, my memory brings of Jewel.
3: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, they kind of, Jewel always kind of ripped off I Hate Myself, the band I Hate Myself. I oh, know, I never you know. knew them. Anyway, and... Uh, Old Greg does have, like, a much more polished version of that kind of noise.
4: Okay. Yeah, I didn't... uh, I listened to most of the album on preview. I I did kind of... uh, And I never do this. I usually... If there's three songs I like, I'll usually download the album. But there was only about three songs I liked, and I just grabbed those ones. But... Yeah, that was kind of that's a
3: total mic move. Yeah, yeah,
4: I think we're spending too much time together. Um, So that that just came to me last night. Titus Andronicus. I'm still working my way through last year's lists of uh, of peoples, and uh, that album is great. That their their latest album, Titus Andronicus. It's uh, yeah, it's to me, it just it it kind of it's the epitome of punk rock like of today. You know, it, it just it brings in so many different styles. Because, I mean, punk rock is has got so many different uh, subgenres within it, right? Yeah. And I feel like they grab a lot of those real kind of like, I don't know, gr- grassroots kind of punk sounds. And they bring them all together in like this really weird and operatic way. Like when you listen to the album, you know, there's songs that are just like 45 seconds long that are just like... a one bridge from one song to the next. It's it's really bizarre and probably not something you would think I'd even like. I would
3: have never guessed you liked them.
4: I'm so yeah. into that record.
3: I can see that that's one of the reasons I think they kind of like cross over to the indie rock and pitchfork world yeah. where they're like they're because they don't they kinda of have that post punk sound too and then like they encompass a lot of things so it's not just like punk rock air quotations.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, there's there's a huge reach. I think that they've got uh, got a lot of tentacles. That band, tentacles. Yeah, that's a good one. See, I was using it as a metaphor, like an octopus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you get that?
3: I thought you meant testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually what I meant.
4: Um, I've been listening to uh, the Flatliners a lot too. the uh, The album Division of Spoils. Um, and which is a great record. It's kind of that B-sides record, right? And there's not a lot of bands out there, I think, that actually have a good B-sides record. Like it's it's kind of why you drop them from the, the real albums.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But it's a really good B-sides record and it kind of brings back they were such a they had such a great ska sound. Mm-hmm. You know, that first record that they put out was, you know, full of ska. Mm-hmm. And I kind of miss that from that band. I mean, it's an evolution, right? And I think Ska kind of became like, oh, it's the cute little brother of punk, you know, like, and now he's grown up and now we don't no want you w- hanging around anymore. Yeah. No <laughs> one wants to admit they like Ska. No, no. And then, you know, bands, they kind of, uh, as they get more successful, let's say, they kind of, a lot of them drop it, right? You know, it's, even Millencolin is a great example of that, you know.
3: Menzingers more recently. Sure. Like their first album has tinges of it, I think. Well... They have tinges of that upstroke stuff. You can tell and then obviously they're a shitty first band.
4: <laughs> Bob and the Saggots, which we've talked about before. <laughs> I think we've talked more about Bob and the Sagots than Bob and the Sagots has. <laughs> um anyways, I've been listening a lot to that. It's a great record. Uh Lastly, I will uh just move on with uh
3: You've been listening to a lot, hey. I know.
4: I know, and this is going on way too long. Meditation, that new uh paper and plastic uh release. What um, did you think of it? I like it. Like it's uh I feel like it's a more polished St. Catharines.
3: Yeah, I see that. I I'm struggling with it though, like I'm like making it through the whole album. Really, eh? But maybe that I uh maybe the St. Catharines are like that though too cuz I'm just new to that whole world.
4: Yeah. Well, that first record that they had out on Fat was just kind of—I um, don't know. It's uh, like it's a good record, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of it's one note.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Second record, um, which wasn't on Fat, I think it's called The *Fireworks*. It made your
3: That's not one I of was- your
4: lists. Yeah, um, it's a better record because it's just—it's not just that one-dimensional, one-note mm-hmm. album. There's there's some substance to it, right? And then this is just kind of a, a further evolution of that, I think.
3: Are you a big fan of Leatherface or no? No,
4: I never really listened to them.
3: Yeah, see, I never really listened to them either. I know they get cited a lot as like this big influential band and stuff, and I just, for some reason, I never picked them up or anything. I think maybe just the name was stupid to me.
4: Yeah, I try and stay away from bands that are slated as in influential bands. Um, so that's it. That's what I've been listening to. Mike, I see you've got a, a, a list or some notes in front of you,
3: so I should probably get on to those. Just ruffle my papers yeah. a little bit. <laughs> What's new in the news today? <laughs> <laughs> what have I been listening to? Um, to be honest, not that much music lately. I've been, I was telling you right before, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Seeing as we do a podcast, I think yeah. I should try to listen to a few. Um, and one of the ones that suggested to me was the Everything's Coming Up podcast, which is a Simpsons-based one, Okay. which I've been listening to a lot of. <laughs> so that's taken up a lot of my time. But other than that, there's a band called uh, Kittner, which is, they put on an EP called Stay Sad. Which I'm guessing you can figure out what kind of music that is. Uh, hold on.
4: Stay sad. It's probably
3: political punk, okay.
4: Skate punk? <laughs> no, yeah. Skate punk. Are, are, <laughs> is all their hair
3: dyed blue? Are they a bunch of emos? They're <laughs> a bunch of emus. <laughs> no, I don't, know. I don't even know what they look like. But it's members of Save Ends, which is like a pop punk band I like, and Choke Up. Okay. And they're from Boston's. It's pretty good stuff. It's got a kind of a weaker than it's kind of more the the punkier, weaker than stuff. So,
4: do they play music
3: kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Yeah, they play music. Cool. They do a thing. They do a thing. Similar to this? Yeah. Huh, nice. Thing. And then uh, <laughs> I've been listening to the. Oh, gosh, this is going to be a hard one to get through. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a band called The Frights, uh, specifically the song called Kids. It's just been on repeat. Okay. Um, yeah, you
4: were. I think you mentioned them.
3: Yeah, because um, you were saying you like swimmers. So I was saying yeah. you probably like them. Yeah. And then worked your way on to Fiddler. <laughs> Which you it's never not, will do. It's not going to happen. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I just saw that they put out an album last week, uh, Frights Did. Okay. With, with this song on it. So I'll have to check it out. I haven't checked out the full length. But what I was listening to was an EP split that did with a band called Death, I believe is, But not Death, the metal band, or Death. The, From nineteen seventies yeah, Detroit. Just a different death. <laughs> anyway, it's called De- the E P is called Death Right. It's worth checking out. Cool. Um we should get onto our lists before we start we rambling.
4: I, I should mention I have been listening to a few podcasts myself and uh WTF, the Mark Maron podcast, which I'm sure a lot of people listen to. Um I've been listening to a lot of his lately and uh uh the music ones more more specifically and uh the mike watt interview that he does um is just phenomenal for for any of you that you know i was never a big minutemen fan uh i think that you know a lot of that music um i think he had to be there for a lot of it and i wasn't anywhere near there so uh it doesn't really resonate with me but just you know to find out about the history of that genre uh, about the genre that you know we hold so close, so near and dear, um, it's just really, really interesting. And uh, I listened to another one with uh, Robert uh, Trujillo. Is that his name from Metallica, the bass player? I don't know. Flea. And that was really good. You too. lost me at flea. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I lose you at a lot of places. Uh, so let's get to the list once again. The list: top five bands you used to hate but now love. And again, I, I don't know about you, but. I, I I didn't I couldn't go from hate to love maybe don't like to like.
3: Uh mine were more. I can I can get that whole big gap in there between hate and love. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, they're right across I, your knuckles, so hate and love. That's right. Okay, I'm gonna kick it off because
3: I'm flexing here. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: gross and awkward. I'm just gonna go again. These are never ever put in any sort of. Order, um, so here's the first one I have. Sorry, my pop Mike's can. popping. Cans, pop can. Nice. <laughs> Maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe. Um, my first one is a band that I really did used to just despise, and I saw them live, and it made me just dislike them even more.
3: Oh, I, really? Yeah. That's that's something that's interesting. Before we go in, it's like some bands that I've hated are because. I saw them live and they freaking just ruined everything about them. Yeah. Some bands that I've hated that I've started to like after is because I saw them live and I was like, oh, wow, they're awesome. I get it, why people like them.
4: Yeah, I have a lot of those experiences where I see a band live and then you kind of re-experience the music through the, the albums. Yeah. Um, so this band is a fat band. The band's
3: Bracket. Oh yeah, that could have made my list. I think.
4: Yeah, they just—they were a band that I just could not stand. I didn't like their sound. I, it was super poppy, and I think you know we were into that—you know—the the fat record sound, and it just didn't fit. And so I think that's why you know it was in those snobby '90s days, right? And uh, yeah, you really changed. <laughs> um, but. Over the years, I've really embraced that band. Uh, they write a lot of really great songs, and uh, I think they should be celebrated a little bit more than they are. Uh, so the song is called Everyone Is Telling Me I'll Never Win If I Fall In Love With A Girl From Marin. There you go. Band I didn't like, and now I really like. That's the uh, that's the theme of the podcast.
3: Yeah. Mike? <laughs> well, I was going to go with Counting Crows, since mm. you played that Counting Crows song, and I really hated them until I heard that. But you know what? <laughs> On further inspection, I really hate them. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> oh, uh, I knew that
4: would come back to haunt me for years and years to come.
3: Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I guess we should get to my list.
4: Yeah, let's hear your list, Mike. Yeah.
3: Well, um, the first band I picked was a band called The Exploding Hearts. Don't know them, but that's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and The Exploding Hearts are really popular, or were really popular. Oh. And I think they even made, like, either Rolling Stone or um, Pitchfork's, like, best songs of the, like, decade or something like that.
4: What decade was
3: this? Like, 2000s. Oh, okay. Um. But when that album came out, I was in Europe, and I came back to working at the record store that I was working at, and everyone's talking about the Exploding Hearts. And I look at the album cover, and it looked like the cheesiest punk rock album cover ever. Like, four guys slumped against a brick wall with, like... Like pink, the Ramones rip-off. Pink and yellow blasts on it and stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks like such generic shit. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. And then... Um, they had gone on tour and they got in a car crash and I think three or four of the guys died. Oh, wow. And they just blew up. And everyone at work, when I was working there, was just like, this band is the best thing ever. And I just dug my heels in and I was like, I'm never listening to this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, they're just getting popular because they're dead.
4: Well, there is kind of that that shittiness that happens, right? Where it's like, you know, somebody in a band dies and then it's like, oh, they were the best. And, yeah. You know, it's like it's like the old adage, like, there is not one single asshole that ever dies. Like, yeah. Assholes never
3: die. Just good people. I'm always baffled by that. Like he was the best person ever. I'm like, was he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're always the kindest, nicest people ever. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of anyone that was a dick that died? No. No, me neither. And it's like a, it's like a big pet peeve of mine with Twitter now. Like when someone famous dies, like yeah, everybody's gonna be the first person to be like, No, I love them the more. Yeah. Like, okay. Like even with the Bowie thing, I like Bowie. But I was, like, just surprised at how many people come up, like, he was the biggest influence on me. And you're like, I've never heard you talk about Bowie before. Yeah, never. Never. And <laughs> you could have he could have been. Or, like, Robin Williams. Like, people were just, like, devastated. And, like, it's pretty much anybody that dies, you're going to be the first person on Twitter to write that you were so hurt that he's dead. Yeah. This person you never met in your life. Yeah. When, yeah, and
4: never had the potential to meet or Anyways, probably had I'm, no impact on Now you I'm enough. ranting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is one of the horrible things about me. I judge a book by its cover, usually with albums. And people. And people. People especially. <laughs> but, but albums also. We'll,
4: we'll do that list sometime
3: soon. <laughs> people like, people
4: <laughs> I didn't like, but I like
3: now. Yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I'd probably be in the top five. Yeah, I think I think
3: in junior high, we played basketball against you, and I was like, I can't stand that guy.
4: <laughs> was it because your team lost though? It's because you were a game? giant
3: and I was like five foot,
4: like nothing. <laughs> it's still that way. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you had Horace Grant glasses. <laughs> I never did. In my head you did. Yeah. This is one of those. I remember it way cooler than it was. Um, anyway, uh, years later I, uh, I was at a bar and someone was DJing and they played um, one of the songs off this guitar romantic, which is the album. And I was like, this is really cool. Who is it? And someone's like, oh, it's Exploding Hearts. You don't know them? And I was like, oh, fuck.
4: what i need is it not or got
3: no it's because you, you say, say i'm she, just a friend.
4: a friend you say she's just a friend oh baby you
3: you got what i need
4: nice yeah i Mike singing too that's exactly what that sounded like that intro i was just like this is it a cover <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah it ripped off Bismarck. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Nothing's new. Nothing's new. Everything's old. It'd be interesting to know, though, which song came out for... I feel like that was like an 80s or 90s hip-hop oh, yeah. song, though, right?
3: Bismarck used 80s, I think, maybe. Yeah. If not early 90s.
4: Yeah. Like, I thought it might have been a sample. It was that close. <laughs> it wasn't that close. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same sort of... Same notes, got, same, same pattern, same time.
3: This isn't uh, Under Pressure <laughs> and... But you see,
4: it's a little what bit is different. that song? <laughs>
3: Have you ever seen that thing where vanilla ice like tries to explain the difference?
4: There's no difference. There's like it's one a sample, isn't it?
3: There's one base note that, this is his legal argument against it. This is before the whole this is like one of the big sample like arguments in court or whatever. And he's like there's like this footage of him trying to explain it, and it's like he skips like a millisecond of it. And he's like, This is different. You can hear it? Oh come on. <laughs> Cause Queen sued him, is that right? I don't remember how it actually worked, out, but I don't think there was like. A, I think you can sue for like. Well oh, really? you can for samples. I think it's a royalty thing for samples. Like you have to pay like a royalty, but I think this is the one one of the cases where it like cemented that you had to start paying for royalties.
4: We should stop talking about suing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Get our legal team on this. Well,
4: that that uh it kind of reminded me of the Strokes too. It's got kind of that. And that would have been about the Chang same time. Chang.
3: That would have been about the same time as the Strokes. Okay. It got really popular, right?
4: So that. Similar sound to that. Yeah. Similar time. Hmm. I, I'd be interested to listen to more of it. You don't have to lie. No, I would. I would see what see what other kind of '90s hip hop they have <laughs> on on their songs. Uh, all right, moving on. Here's a band that um, I, uh, I I saw live, and uh, it made me like them more. Oh, excellent! So I didn't really like them off the get. Um, They just, there was just nothing about them that kind of jumped out to me. And then uh, they opened for Bad Religion at one of the weirdest venues I'd ever seen a punk band play at, which was Flame Central. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember like the singer of this band that I'm talking about being like, what the fuck is this place?
3: It is a really bizarre venue. Right. Like it's... I've never seen a band there. I've heard the sounds good, but I've never actually seen a band there. It is
4: good. And it was, from what I understand, it was made to be like a... Uh, a music venue so anyways this band um yeah they just they, they didn't have anything that i really connected with saw them live uh heard this this song specifically and uh yeah i just i really got into them i didn't really this isn't one of those bands that i went through their bat catalog and fell in love with any of the stuff but um their their most recent album four has made me a fan the band's the bronx and uh the song i chose from their album three Uh, called Six Days a Week. close that bad religion story off when when bad religion took the stage after the Bronx played you know in the intermission between you know setting taking one band out and putting one band in they had all the I mean it's it's a sports bar for all of you that aren't from Calgary and uh, they had all the monitors on some baseball game because that was just time of the year like you know probably 20 monitors on several different baseball games. The
3: story sounds horrible already
4: (laughs) so bad religion starts playing and four songs in, they left the baseball games on. <laughs> it was it was so bizarre.
3: Was it like baseball then, playoffs
4: or something? I don't know. I have. I, but even I mean, then, I don't know. Maybe ask Anderson. But um, then they turn them off after about the fourth song. They complete their fifth song, and then Jay Bentley's like, "Hey, can you guys throw that baseball back on?" <laughs> like they were watching it <laughs> while they were playing. I'm like, okay. wow, that's an engaging engaging show right there.
3: Maybe they asked for it to be on. Maybe they're, like, maybe they're really into it. It was weird. They're it old dudes weird. now. That's like their thing. They like baseball. Maybe. maybe. It's probably but, one of the only sports where you could be old and not give a shit about anything and keep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're old. I, mean, I am old. I fucking hate baseball.
4: <laughs> so the Bronx, yeah. I, I'm not a band that I've really delved into their back catalog but i really loved that album four and and uh the song i played off their third album um it was just that was the song that was the the game changer
3: that's cool yeah
4: thanks yeah you're cool pretty cool story <laughs> cool story bro <laughs> that time i was telling <laughs> cool stories yeah <laughs> it was awesome dude bro tell <laughs> dude me, bro <laughs> tell me what tell me what made your all this, next all this baseball talk <laughs> It's turned us into dude bros,
3: bro, <laughs> bro dudes. That's kind of funny because the the band I'm the band uh, I picked up next is a band called Streets, and their name it stands for skateboarding totally rules everything else totally sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds very bro-ish. <laughs> Skate or die, dude.
4: <laughs> really? That's what the name stands for? Yeah. I thought they were like a, I thought they were an offshoot or like a name change of Street Dogs, but they're not. No, not a totally at all. different band. That's
3: okay when they came out I thought they were Streets like the rapper Streets from the UK. Oh,
4: nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's okay. That's and, okay, Nate. That's
3: okay. <laughs> I got you covered.
4: I got you. I got you back.
3: <laughs> this is another band that I uh, I totally judged. Well, uh, yeah, I mean The CD by the cover. Why don't you say their name again? Streets. No, the oh. the acronym skateboarding totally rules everything else totally sucks yeah so no that enough. would make that would make me like them come on no seriously i'd be like oh that's cool but no. streets listen, I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> so their first album they put out was an album called worms and the cd looks so horrible like i just remember seeing it on the shelf and i'd be like like the art just sucks yeah it just it looked like it was made on a shitty computer and it looked like um like a total new metal, new metal band.
4: See, that's what I miss so much about like the the change to digital is like the cover art doesn't really matter. Even though I'm like totally obsessed with cover art, mm-hmm. even in my digital files. But it's just because I'm anal like that. No, I'm the same way. But like, there's a band that probably would have benefited from today's digital age, Maybe. where nobody really gives a shit. No, their
3: their second and third albums cover is okay. Yeah, but the first one just looks so shitty. It's like um. I don't know it just looked like a new metal band and like, like that like a outline around streets with like electric bolts and things like that but like it just and it was like just shitty <laughs> i don't even know how to say it it was just shitty so i never liked it and then um but i was working at the, at the store at the time and all these skater kids would come in and they loved it and they were just digging it and i just so i started assuming they sounded like cky oh uh, yeah the same kind of kids and i was like Ugh, that could be new metal i'm not buying that fucking shit <laughs> that could be new metal. And then, um a uh, few few years later I met a and my one of the people that did like them was my little cousin and he's a, into skateboarding and stuff like that and he was always like, you "No, know, you totally like these guys, trust me." And I was like, "No, I'm not going to give a chance cuz I'm a dick." And um <laughs> seems seems like a rational argument. <laughs> <laughs> so I went with I was going to a show with him to see this band called Hocus Pocus. Okay. And they were playing at the ship. And he's like, "Come were they, were they stoked?" They were stoked. Yeah and I ended up loving it and I go to him I'm like oh who is this band and he's like oh they're hocus Tokus." and I'm like this is, these guys are great and he's like you fucking dick they're pretty much streets he's like there's only like two guys that aren't in streets and they sound exactly like streets he is pretty upset yeah he made fun of me <laughs> so anyway I went back and listened to streets and I ended up loving them and they're like one of my favorite bands now so. huh and I think they've they, they are became, they still together are they no, still skateboarding no. they're probably still skateboarding some of them are in Bison BC don't know that band and they're like a pretty big metal band. Some I think someone's one of the guys is in Three Inches of Blood. Maybe in Pride Tiger. They're like from that group of Vancouver thing. Oh, are fans. they from Vancouver? Yeah, they're from Vancouver. That's another okay. reason I that's another reason I never wanted to explore them because I have a hatred for the city of Vancouver. Uh, I picked in an album or a song called Georgia Street off uh album called Bobo Narnar. Bobo Narnar. <laughs> wow. It's... You're just looking you look so thrilled. <laughs> yeah. And uh anyway, this is the streets.
4: That's uh, super riffy. I thought that after the first 45 seconds that went by, I was like, oh, is this just an instrumental? Yeah, you're just a jerk. <laughs> Still judging
3: books by their cover.
4: <laughs> well, you did show me the cover art, which which leads me to think, like, with cover art today, like, does that not just feel like a big waste? I mean, hiring somebody to create cover art for you that I would say 95% of people are going
3: to see as a 500 by
4: 500 Pixeled image on their computer, maybe. Ah,
3: uh, see, I'm like you though. I'm really into cover art. If something doesn't have cover art, it drives me insane. Yeah. Or even if, even digitally, if I see shitty cover art, I'm like, eh. Or when I go on, like, uh, I'll go through iTunes a lot and I'll just look, and if the cover catches me, I'll listen to it. Yeah. Even if it's not a genre I might be into, I'll look at it. But Which for is what the majority.
4: I do. Like, wouldn't it feel like you're throwing away money? Why don't you just fucking do, do your own cover art? Well, or do nothing. Like, just you a know a big question mark, or, or like, a picture of the band or no, oh,
3: ah, then you end up like that exploding hearts cover <laughs>
2: yeah picture
3: of the band you ever <laughs> see band pictures are the worst like i remember when we had the label and i would just laugh at all the like well they, pictures you get <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they're all the same and you can always tell what kind of music a band is by the way that they're like they'd stand for their promo art there was like a There's time. always like the, there's like the hardcore thing where the one guy stands in the front and the four guys stand behind them <laughs> And they're
4: all looking at the camera, yeah. and it's like a fisheye, le- ang- uh, fisheye lens. That was like big for like, all the skate punk yeah. back in the day, too. Yeah. And I think they were just using like the cameras they were using to do all the skate videos. And they're <laughs> like, oh, we got a fisheye on here. Hey, why don't you guys stand in front of here? We'll do a band picture, too. Make sure you guys look tough, though. Yeah, look tough as fuck. But there's got to be one goofy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's usually the bass player. Or the drummer. Yeah, or the drummer. No, the drummer was always like the quiet, serious guy, I felt like. Crossed arms. Yeah, crossed arms. Yeah. <laughs> Guitar players are crossed arms, too. Yeah. Lead singer's backwards hat. Uh, the next one is a very popular band, though, that uh, I never really liked. And it took me a long time to uh, to get to like them. Um, I, don't, I think it was because when everyone was kind of listening to them, they just kind of had like that jock rock kind of associated with them like within the punk rock genre because there was kind of like that jock rock and then there was like you know skate punk and
3: yeah skate punk and jock rock kind of go similar hand in hand though they were
4: very close yeah. yeah um and it took me a long time to like this band i always liked the hit the hit was disconnected oh nice but that was like the only song i, I ever think they, really liked
3: i think they still have that kind of like connotation as being like that jock rock kind it's like of, them and pennywise like yeah. they kind of like uh uh, I don't know how to say it, like, you, dudes that liked... the jocks, I guess. Like, dudes you wouldn't expect to like punk like them. Yeah. And they'd be, like, their go-to punk band. Yeah. When we were, like, younger. And so, yeah. Like, no, I love Face to Face. I love Pennywise. Yeah. Bro him, man. Bro him. Yeah. Dude. And the pits <laughs> would always be, like, you know, those
4: idiot football players pushing yeah. people around and... Yeah. So, anyways, I never really got into Face to Face until... Uh, the album, Laugh Now, Laugh Later, which is their most recent album. No, maybe they have one more after that. Uh, We'll call it a fairly recent album. And uh, I really love that album. And it didn't, again, it didn't cause me to go searching into the back catalog. I mean, I I think I had a CD or two of theirs already, so I might have put those on, on a more frequently played list. Um, but this album, I really, really love. And I'm really looking forward to their newest record, which comes out... A couple weeks, Next I think. month? Yeah, March, like, I think.
3: I like think March 3rd or something. Maybe. Yeah. So I don't know why I know that.
4: <laughs> they're still making good music. And they're making music that I like now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think they sound any different. That's the weird thing. Really, hey? Eh? The recording quality is better, but I think they sound exactly the same. Like a face-to-face song sounds like a face-to-face song. I feel song.
4: like it's less... Well, I mean, Trevor has that voice, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he... I think he kind of had that voice that, I mean, this is going to be a bad comparison, but kind of like what um, Eddie Vedder did for Alternative. I think that Trevor, and I his last name escapes me, but... Why do we care? I think he had that similar voice for punk rock. Like, it all, it had a little bit of... I don't want to say like that British edge to it, because not really, like not like Billy Joe Armstrong when, mm-hmm. when he was, you know, when, when they kind of... First started getting popular, but he had that voice that I think people, a lot of people, tried to mimic.
3: Oh, for sure. And again, I, probably because they had radio success and stuff. Like they're one of those punk bands that got onto EMI and Warner, I think. And yeah. Toiled yeah. in that thing. Um, I know we had a discussion. I'm not sure if you were part of it on our little friends WhatsApp chat about face to face not long ago. And one of our friends claims that their best song is their cover of The Descendants. Uh, yeah, Bikeage. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be honest, the first time I heard it, I loved it, but I didn't know it was a Descendants song.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we were late to the party on The Descendants. Why are you always talking about The Descendants, Mike?
3: But I, I, I've always had a soft spot for face-to-face. Like, I understand the hatred behind them, but they're one of those first bands I listened to. In the well, pop. that's it.
4: I think it was a lot of people's first, right? Like,
3: Yeah, so I, I like it. But I also like the skate punk stuff, too. I'm just I'm a slut when it comes to music. I'll listen to anything.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we go from here. I'm a, I'm a swinger when it comes to music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. Help me. Help me navigate out of this.
3: All right. Well, here's a, I'm gonna My third band is a uh, band you're going to like. There we go. You're going to like this band. Okay. Because you probably didn't even know that I hated them before. Oh. And that's Hot Water Music. Oh, wow.
4: Actually, I would have expected you to hate them because they almost made my list, too. <laughs> Believe
3: it or not. Really? Yeah. I always pictured you as a big Hot Water Music guy no, before. They
4: were a weird band to like. Y- they're kind of a. Like, I get why people don't like them because they're different. They're an acquired taste.
3: Do you think that they were kind of. So, uh, for, we missed them by like two or three years. Yeah, and they were kind of the face to face for a lot of those. Because I, I think, like, uh, like I don't know. There's a bunch of people I know that like the the calm water music's their band, right? Right. And um, I just feel like people love them, like, and all sorts of people like them too, like not yeah. just punk kids, but hardcore kids love them, and like
4: they've got the tentacles. Yeah, they got the, the tentacles. The reachers.
3: Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't know. I just never really grasped onto it yeah and then um like years later maybe even through you i started listening to chuck reagan a little bit yeah once and uh then i was like oh he's a singer of hot water music and then i went back and now i'm in love with him I was just like how did i miss these guys or what what was my deal it wasn't anything specific it's not like
4: they just had a very very different sound than that than that skate punk that we were listening to yeah like so time. so was
3: it so close that we were into skate punk and that was not skate punk or, yes and that wasn't and it, but it wasn't emo or anything when we crossed over to emo or hardcore or anything like that. It was they, just different. It's just a little bit different, and just yeah. we just missed it by like a little bit. Yeah, I like think so. A lot of people our age that we knew that I know weren't into them either. That's what I'm just I was wondering.
4: Yeah, no, I, I I got into them later in life too. Like a lot of my friends from Australia were really into hot water music, and I was like. I don't really know this band at all. And I think that's kind of when I got exposed to them. And then kind of like you, like my brother was big into Chuck Reagan.
3: That's what I was going to say. Like, I think your brother and his friends and stuff were more into that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like Todd too. And like, and they always tell me about it. And I'd be like, eh.
4: Yeah.
3: It's not that I didn't want to check them out. There was nothing that like irked me about them or anything. It just, just didn't hit me the same way. Yeah. And now it does.
4: Yeah. No, they're, and they're a great band. And then you've got bands like The Draft that comes out of Hot Water Music, which is kind of bizarre because it's it's hot water music without chuck right
3: yeah. and it sounds like it <laughs>
4: yeah but it's great and yeah. then you've got that other band that's hot well no i shouldn't say it's hot water music without it's chuck chris it's chris woolard doing and the ship thieves which is another great uh and their latest one sounds very hot water music super super close yeah um it's it's definitely like sounds like the songs that he sings on
3: on the last especially on the last hot water music. yeah album, so
4: and those three records of Chris Wallard and the Ship Thieves are so different. Like they are. Hey. That first one is is like kind of a folky record. That second one's almost like a rock record, and then this third one is like a Hot Water B sides. But I really, really like it.
3: Yeah. See, I didn't like the second one. the The first Chris Wallard I liked. The second one I didn't really dig. And this third one, when you you were like check it out, I was like, oh, it's really good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. And it, you're, that's a good point it does sound like b-sides but good b-sides yeah yeah and yeah you can just say like those are the Hall water music songs he writes
4: yeah so. and then i'm sure the bass player is in different bands i think
3: they're in a bunch of i think they're in a lot of bands. there's
4: there's a huge tr- yeah. like not an iron chic tree <laughs> but there's a big tree and yeah. i think george i think he's drumming for the bouncing souls now
3: oh really yeah so, anyway um they're a great band and, and i love them now and i just 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 missed out yeah cool and i went with uh, trusty chords cuz i think nice. that's one of my favorite songs yeah like-
4: Just two different names. I'm not hip
3: enough. Let's Google it. There's a sponsor at Google. They don't <laughs> nah, give us anything, nah, nah. but we use them a lot.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think we just missed Hot Water.
3: No. Oh, missed out.
4: We caught him. We caught him on the backside. Backside.
3: <laughs> yeah. I also don't think it would have been related. Like, had Chuck Reagan been doing solo stuff at that time, I wouldn't have liked it at all either. Like, I like no, that, that. Like, that. I'm just, that's just something that came with me as I got older. I was like, oh, I can accept folky kind of grassroots stuff
4: yeah yeah well and i mean and chuck's a great example of a guy from you know a a punk band that's that's created something totally separate there's a lot of bands out there a lot of guys that are doing you know like oh i do solo projects now and it's like wow that sounds just like a punk rock stripped down song yeah you know i think his stuff is very different you know it's it's folk written it's not hey let's strip this down from you know this is a hot water song
3: for sure. If you didn't cuz you can't see I was just nodding that whole time. <laughs> In approval.
4: When this when this podcast goes video. Oh, you the things you'll see, the things that you've missed out on, the nodding, the shaking, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyways, this is another uh band that I think everyone liked um that I just didn't like, and I think it was probably because they when when they kind of I don't want to say they exploded, but I guess they got a lot of commercial play off that one tune from that one album. And uh, <laughs> One album. You're on the edge of your seat. I can I can see it. Um, but they can't. No, they can't. Uh, I have to describe it. It's like for the hearing, it, when, when you watch a television show for the, the hearing impaired <laughs> and they describe everything that's happening, a woman walks into the bathroom. Oh, Hello. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to this. Uh, Yeah, it was just one of those bands that I never really got into. And I think it was because they had that commercial success. And I was super still kind of like, oh, I can't like a band that has commercial success. And it's funny because their earlier stuff, I think, was stuff I really probably would have liked. But then I didn't get into them until they put out an album that everyone hated, which was White Crosses.
3: Oh, yeah, they were going to be on my list. I'm glad I didn't put them because it's the exact same same thing happened to me.
4: I wish you could see these light bulb moments. I live for these light bulb moments that Mike has. His eyes light up. He looks at me with this loving and adoring kind of...
3: Oh, we agree.
4: (laughs) It's a moment that I get five times every month, and it's... uh... It just does it for me. Anyways, yeah, White Crosses. I think everyone hated that record, and I really liked it. And it's what turned me into an Against Me fan.
3: See, I'm the album before White Crosses, the the commercially successful one
4: with Thrash Unreal. And Thrash Unreal was the song I was talking about.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I love that song. And before that, I never really got Against Me. And I think it's the same thing as Hot Water Music. I think we just sort of missed it by like a little bit because those same people like Hot Water like Against Me, and they. And the majority of people I know loathe the newer against me stuff. Right. And I loved it. I was like, holy crap, this stuff's amazing. Yeah. And I went back to their back catalog, and I do enjoy it now. It took me a bit to still even get into some of the less polished stuff. Yeah. But I like their commercial records. I think they're great. I think it's probably some of the best punk that's been written. And especially now, when you know the backstory behind a lot of the lyrics, it's even way better.
4: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of um hints I think along the way, right? Yeah. Something we talked about. But in I, like, the last one. I like
3: White like White Cross is a great song. I don't understand why people hate it. No,
4: I, I don't I don't I think it's poppy, and I think that's why a lot of people don't really like it. Especially the fans that come from their early days, right? Because yeah. it was it was pretty rough around the edges kind of stuff.
3: And plus he was very well, he well Lauren Jean Grace at the time was very vocal about anti capitalism, anti race. Right. And then like did an about face and I think pe- I think I read stories like got harassed quite a bit in their local scene kind oh of, yeah kicked out of places and stuff because people were so angry that they'd done this about face but if really if you think about it in the end they won because they got their message out to probably way more people millions and millions of ever. people that would have never yeah. ever listened and like yeah, about transgender issues and things like that you would never have ever heard yeah
4: yeah so I became a fan the song I chose is uh, is track two of white crosses and uh, because of the shame.
3: against me that was great Nate thanks buddy I'm glad you put it on there because I didn't and I really wanted to so. it's uh it's interesting
4: that we we made that exchange without <laughs> really talking to one another about it
3: we had that kind In of connection. the same frequency you're my professor X the things that we could I'm your Jean Grey <laughs> I don't know why I met my a girl sounds like a, a song
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're writing lyrics Mike we should start a band oh, no one wants to hear me sing <laughs> You sang a little bit at the beginning of the podcast. I'm gonna hope that gets edited. No. <laughs> you should know by now those are the things that don't get edited. Those are the things that don't get dropped. The real moments, Mike. You I always call hope this podcast real
3: moments with when you, Mike. When you send me out to listen to it i was like, Oh please, we get that. <laughs> and ooh, never never. No. I can just dream. I have a dream nate.
4: <laughs> the one day you will an... cut the things I'm embarrassed of
3: from the podcast. <laughs> Not an important dream, but a dream. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next one I picked was um, Hold Steady. Oh, and this is a band that I think you turned me on to. Yeah. So I like how you
4: cut to the chase. You don't uh, like string me along with like little hints and yeah.
3: You just cut to it. Yeah, right to it. <laughs> you don't cherish the light bulb moment. <laughs>
4: Anyways, I, I, already I, give you, I already give
3: you the look. I just assume you're not going to guess any of the bands I pick.
4: <laughs> but we were close on a couple this yeah, time I, around. We yeah,
3: we were. I know you were really... You were, you were going to put Streets on there, weren't you? <laughs> so
4: close. So close.
3: You love that thrash stuff. Thrash unreal. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to Hold Steady. Uh, this is another band I just couldn't get into, despite all the hype people would always be like, oh, they're so great. You should, you'll should, you love them. And I'd hear it. And Craig Finn's voice is very distinct. Yeah. And if it doesn't hit you, it's just awful. Like, I know my brother and sister had gone to the revival thing and they saw him play and they were like, this guy played and He was fucking awful.
4: And that's what turned me on even a little bit more to the hold steady.
3: Exactly. I was going to get to that and I was like, are you sure? Like, Nate said it was really good. Yeah. And they were like, no, he was fucking horrible. We had to leave. I couldn't even, they couldn't deal with it. And I was like, He's the guy from Holtz and they're like, I never heard that band, but that sounds awful. And then I was thinking back to it and I was like, yeah, I remember I people would play it and I'd just be like, I can't get this, this guy's voice and the way he writes stuff is just fucking horrible. And then I was going CD shopping with a buddy of mine and he put it on in the car and uh, Massive Nights came on and I was like, hey, this is really good. Who is this? And he's like, it's Holtz steady. And I was like, and then it just sort of clicked. And I think his voice is one of those voices is that when it clicks, you're like, oh, I really like this now. Yeah. And like. It's so different and unique, and I like the way he he writes his lyrics. So like, pretty much a story.
4: Yeah, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, that's so. exactly what it is. And I, I don't know, like I don't find his voice to be that unappealing. Like somebody like, and I I know people are gonna be like, "What the fuck's your problem?" But like Neil Young, <laughs> honestly, like what? I just I don't get it. Like his voice is almost unlistenable to me.
3: But he's rocking in the free world.
4: <laughs> it's. I don't get it. I've I've never got it. I'm never gonna get it. That said, there are some songs out there that Neil Young does play that I'm like, that's a good song. But I mean, on the whole, like, come on.
3: I like Neil Young. It's so... almost
4: unlistenable. Some of those,
3: like, but he does have a unique voice. That's a good compar- That's a good comparison because he does have a unique voice that you either like or don't like. Yeah, and, and I I don't he's a good think storyteller.
4: It's anywhere near Craig Finn's voice. Like, I think if anything, you don't like Craig Finn's voice because it's kind of monotone and doesn't really do much. Um, but like, I don't think it's unlistenable. And when you really, s- maybe that's part of the genius of it is that it is so monotones that you listen to the story. That it could he's be. trying to tell.
3: Um, and I've never really explored, I know he's in another band before and I've never really explored it. Um, I, don't- I don't know if you, well know. now
4: he's got a solo project, which came,
3: uh, I love that solo album. It's a great I album. I didn't like his last solo album though, which is weird. The most recent one. The right. most recent one I like. Right. The one that came out last year. It the made my that list- I to twist your arm to listen yeah. to. And yeah. it's awesome. But it sounds very Hold steady. But the other one before you can thank
4: it, me again if you want. Thanks, pu- Nate. Publicly this time.
3: Thank you, Nate, for letting me <laughs> <laughs> into your little world. Thank you, Nate. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, you're very welcome. <laughs> the song I picked for old steady was Massive Nights. Uh, I hope you, if you haven't heard them before, you can get past his voice and realize how awesome these guys are.
0: Two. Two. Some guys they get a little bit uptight Some girls that got something to prove We had some massive highs We had some crushing lows We had some lusty little crushes We had those all-ages hardcore matinee shows And I was down on my knees when the chaperone said that it was time for me to leave We had some massive highs.
1: Song was right. All I wanted was
0: time Yeah, your fights are pretty cool I'm not glad to lie Well, there weren't any fight, But she's the one or two Some guys did get a little bit uptight Some girls, they got something to food yeah, We got some ass tonight We
1: got some ass tonight
4: when the said that the king and the queen. The Hold Steady, I mean, nobody sounds like him.
3: Yeah, I no one does actually. I think. like him. His voice is so unique.
4: Yeah, his voice, well, and I mean, just the musicality of it, right? Like, starts out with just like that drum beat, and then all of a sudden you've got like full horn section halfway through the song. Cool. I'd like to see them live. Have you seen them live? No, I've just seen Craig Finn with uh, the the revival thing. Yeah. yeah, that'd be different. Yeah, it was. Well, it was way different. Yeah. The, those revival shows are so different. I'm it's like, it's a really cool experience because it's like we've got six musicians who are all from different things. You know, like. The one that I went to was Craig Finn, Tim Berry, Jay Malikowski, uh, Chuck Reagan, and then a couple local
3: people. Was John Morland on that one? No. No. I really like John Moreland. He was on the like tonight show or something the other day. Yeah, I was it? Seth Seth? Yeah. I was gonna call you, but it was like one in the morning and I was like, eh <laughs> This is one of those things where you I live doing. alone. You could have called. I know, but it was like it was it was a dicey one o'clock. Text. I don't have cable though.
4: You would have oh, had to yeah. put your phone up to your television. <laughs> Fair enough. I like John Moreland a lot. I know you do. Yeah. And uh, his. Uh, I feel like I just found out he was in another band that wasn't like John Moreland and the. Like he was in a band.
2: Oh, really?
3: Yeah. I, didn't and know I don't that. know who it was. No clue. We should find out. We should.
4: Anyways. Um, but yeah, those revival tours are. It's a cool experience. You know, because when you to see Chuck Reagan playing with Tim Barry and Craig Finn. Yeah, I know Right? Like. I And love to- playing. I don't know, some random song. I'd love
3: to go to I can't believe I didn't go. Yeah, it was uh, it was your loss for sure. <laughs> I, I say that all the time. I can't believe I didn't go. <laughs> It'll but be then, back. But then I was on top of the ball with the Propaganda tickets.
4: Yeah, which is like the first time I've ever seen you on top. Usually you're like,
3: I'll, I'll just see, I'll
4: see if there's tickets available.
3: <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get guest listed. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm somebody important like 20 know, years later. Yeah,
4: yeah. You you keep flashing these this hey have you ever heard a high five podcast that's me yeah It's me I'm like Mike no one knows about this there's 40 people in the world that know about this podcast <laughs> anyways uh, I guess we're up to five wow this this is really flown by hopefully it feels that way on I was the other too hopefully <laughs> the listeners feel the same way
2: <laughs> we're recording this one during the
4: day it's, it's a whole it's different a lot world. it's a lot different we might listen to this and be like we really need to do this just at night. <laughs> Or maybe we'll have to start doing it during the day all the time. Our craft services team uh, made a, made brunch for us today, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. So I'm down for day records all the time. She also said uh, this would not become a pattern. Something along those
3: lines. Routine. It's not
4: happening again. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll never happen again. This is a one-night stand of brunch before the recording.
3: All right, let's get going. Kick to the curb. What do you got for five?
4: <laughs> okay, so this is like another one of those bands that really like defines most of the music I really like today. Is it the Descendants? It's not. <laughs> there's no Descendants, there's no All, and there's no Weaker Thans. I made a very concerted effort not to put any of those bands on this podcast, even though they fit <laughs> within the topic.
3: Actually, all three would fit in
4: a too. Yeah. So anyways, um, this is not any of those. But this is like... Yeah, this is a band that defines a lot of the music I listen to now. And I was really like, I don't know. I, I don't want to say resistant, but like I just didn't get it. It didn't click at all for me. And it took, but it was one of those things that, it I almost found it grating to the point where I was like, the best, the, the best comparison I can give it, you know when like you've got a piece of like, like in your gums, like in your mouth. And it's like kind of sensitive, but you can't stop tonguing at it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just like that. It, it feels good, but it feels bad at the same time. I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking I about. I can feel that, but I don't know where you're going with this. This hurts. <laughs> well, it's like that. Like it, it, the music was like almost grating to the point of like, I hate this, but I couldn't stop listening to it. And then through li- over and over listens and you know discovering their discography and, and kind of expanding into that genre of music I really like it and they're probably one of my favorite bands within that genre and band I've never seen and would love to see and it's Modern Baseball
3: oh yeah I can see that
4: and uh, I think it was Dave that put it out there um, at one point in time talking about them and, and uh, so I checked out Sports which you're going to give this to Dave? who do you I, think Dave got it from? probably you <laughs> Is this Luther? Are we talking about Luther? <laughs> this is a Luther thing. <laughs> I, obviously, your arguments weren't convincing enough. No. Um, and I thought, really? An album called Sports? I'm never going to like this.
3: Sports, 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 sports. Totally.
4: And I think there was like four or five songs that that clicked with me enough right away that I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give this a shot. And I only just downloaded the rest of the album recently. Mm-hmm. Um but I really, really like their stuff, and I mean, you know, there's a whole genre that's followed. I don't even know what you call that genre.
3: I think it's just part of this, like it's kind of that whiny
2: voice. I think this
3: is muddled down. There's that, it's like a bit of emo revival, a bit of punk revival, a bit of like post punk, and a bit of like grunge. It's kind of like and amalgamated yeah, into this thing. It, there's and a, there's TV a lot of rock sound, yeah, like, in there too. And this, is, and I think that's why bands like Modern Baseball appeal. To a lot of people like that, the Pitchfork crowd and to like like front bottoms, I would say are the same way. Oh, absolutely! And they're and they're kind of hitting that almost mainstream, but not mainstream. Mm -hmm. Like like kind of how Weezer was. Mm -hmm. Like they've kind of hitting that kind of weird, a modern day Weezer, that middle gap between pop music and like underground music, a bridge
4: band, bridge, yeah, tentacles.
3: Tentacles. Anyway, so Not I, testicles, tentacles. <laughs>
4: I picked a song from sports, and it was one of those, like, original four that I downloaded. Um, and the song is Redone.
5: She said, let's start from the top, just rid of everything. Like the notes in your pockets, the text, you're always locking in. If it's all the same, forget all those lines. Where you mentioned my smile You got a lot of nerve Complimenting me through choruses and rhyme But I know how you get From time to time We'll do this in that old track
4: This is it, eh? This is it. Oh wow! I told you, it went by fast, right? Because it's it's like day drinking, day recording. (laughs) Yeah,
3: this is way easier. Everything,
4: everything's just different in the day. It's
3: not two in the morning, and we're like, let's just Uh, get through this shit.
4: Yeah. No, we're we're excited. We might even record another one right now. Oh yeah. Let's go have some more coffee. I don't know if you want me to make a list. I can't do a list in five seconds. (laughs) No. This one, I was surprised at how quickly you did it, though. Yeah, I didn't. Really impressed, Mike. You really impressed me this time around. Thanks. Just want to let you know. I feel good. Yeah, you should I feel, feel like you good. Get the corner. Yeah, Next I don't week. want to go for a run. You got those shoes.
3: I do. I did buy those shoes. Right. <laughs> Sitting in that. Things to right. consider. I'll probably go take a nap. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, thanks again,
4: Jeff, for the uh, for the uh, top five suggestion. If you were on Twitter, we'd give you a high five. But, but you're, you're not. not, so you don't get one. If you get on Twitter, send us your Twitter account information. And we'll we'll send you a high five. So, Mike, do you want to do the uh, the thanks, and then you can address your, your final pick, your last
3: page of notes. My last page of notes. Um, thanks to who? For, to people listening. Yeah. To you for being well, here. Well, with that's
4: me? You, you. like to do this part. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, thanks to <laughs> everyone for listening. And I'd say thanks for the list, but we didn't get any last time. So no. screw you guys. Yeah, it was
4: horrible. Like
3: not even Jane. No. Like
4: come on, guys. It wasn't that hard to figure out. Maybe just no one liked it. Maybe, but maybe it was a bad episode. You know, and I thought maybe this year we like this this month had we not got the suggestion from Jeff, I was gonna say you know why don't we do top five love songs because it's the month of February, Valentine's. You know, I was Barf. I thought maybe let's maybe let's try that. This <sighs> I'm glad in some respects. I'm a little offended, but in other respects, I'm glad the people spoke and said, no, that's not what we want from you guys. It's true. So fair enough. Uh,
3: Yeah, anyway, get in touch with us. We like talking. Fair enough. We like lists. We like listening to the music, you guys. Fine, if that's, (laughs) that's what you think. Nate's having a heart attack over here. Fine. He's a little angry. Maybe my last song will cheer him up. Just finish and this up. Check man. us up. Just check finish us. it up. No, no, no. The people need to know. <laughs> check us out on the website, www.highfives.ca. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what our Twitter handle is. is it super? doesn't matter. You just go to
4: the website. It's all there. It's all there. It's, I say this every time. And it's
3: corrected, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I corrected it. Me
3: corrected it after somebody else figured it out.
4: <laughs> yes, somebody really? did say it to me. So
3: anyway, check us out. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, let's get to my last pick here. Yeah, what is it? Should I keep you guessing? I don't know. Or should I just go right to it? Y- you're kind of a ripped Band-Aid
4: off kind of a guy. Oh, I don't want to see you change. So
3: this is a band. <laughs> I don't think you can do it. I, band, I don't think you've got I enough think, uh, think, uh... swagger. No, I don't have enough swagger. i got to go um... a <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's just... You've thrown me off my game. <laughs> Your game. I have no game. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the last band I picked was a band called the Blood Meridian. Don't know. They are from Vancouver, which was strike number one against them. Wow, this is like the second Vancouver band. Yeah, I hate Vancouver. Maybe we should
4: call this the Vancouver episode. (laughs) Jeff suggested it. He's from Vancouver. He is from Vancouver. Wow, there's weird things happening here. I didn't even think about that.
3: Anyway, strike one, they're from Vancouver. So I wasn't going (laughs) to listen to (laughs) them Strike two wow i had no idea you had such a disdain oh i hate vancouver wow i i'm surprised you don't know that how much i hate vancouver no i'm I very don't. vocal about my anti-vancouver yeah starts. apparently i won't even go visit our friends there we wow. got lots of friends there and i won't go visit wow it's my uh you know that simpsons episode where homer goes to new york yes that's my vancouver theory like <laughs> i hate it that did much did you get a
4: lot of parking tickets there no i did get mugged oh you got mugged yeah huh well, I got, I got mugged in Calgary once. Let's, let's make it
3: clear. But I was like It was me 12. being stupid. <laughs> my street sense level was not up. And I'm not talking about the the CBC <laughs> show. I did open my wallet. Nobody thought you were talking about the CBC show. <laughs> I did open my wallet inside a 7-Eleven and I have a guy go yoink and <laughs> take my money. And that was it? Yeah. But in my head that I was... That doesn't it, sound like a mugging. It was a lot more Sounds violent. like somebody just took your money. Yeah. I paid for some stuff at 7 I felt mugged. <laughs> I felt robbed. Okay. Let's anyway, get back let's get... to the band. Yeah. Uh, Blood Meridian. Blood Meridian. That's what we're talking about. Anyway, uh, the other thing is I'm one of those people that when someone tells me I have to like a band, my defense goes up right away. Right. So that's strike two. Because you, you can't imagine you not already knowing the band. Uh, yeah. I can't
4: imagine you know it already. <laughs> every, every time I'm like, hey, have you heard of this band? You're like, yeah, they're my favorite band. I've been listening to them for like 20 years. Come on, man. Yeah. You never heard Kiss before? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it's not
4: Kiss. Anyways, I I, I apologize. Uh,
3: yeah, so was, everyone was like, oh, because they've got a couple of people from Calgary in it. And like people were like, oh, you should like them and the whole local connection thing. And they were in good bands in Calgary. And then everyone was like, oh, you're going to like this band. You're going to love them, love them. Um, I kind of heard one song And it was Alt-Country And at that time I was <laughs> You're like a big
4: Alt-Country fan?
3: Now I Now I enjoy Alt-Country Like we discussed With the Chuck Reagan thing I think right. When you get older You can appreciate Those kind of genres A little bit more But when it came out I was like uh, This is nothing What I want to hear <laughs> Like <laughs> This is not It's the opposite Yeah This is nothing That I like I will not like this band So that was Strike 3 <laughs> But then um, Now that I'm older and more willing to listen to um, country or old, to old country or folk or whatever. Um, I was w- more willing to explore. And the worst part about this is I got guilted into buying a couple of their CDs just because people were so into them. And I just felt like,
4: I was like, I, you know, I really should support you them. You respond a lot to peer pressure, don't you? It was a
3: total peer pressure thing. But I was like, oh, I really like those people in the band. And, like, they're good people. And I like their <laughs> country bands. And, and uh... <laughs> So I just bought the CDs, and they just sat on my shelf, never never to be listened to. And then about a year ago, maybe even two, I finally listened to it. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I can listen to this. And I really do like them a lot now. So uh, the song I picked was, what song did I pick? Uh, Kick Up the Dust, which is a good way to end the show because I like the lyrics to it, and it's pretty good. And uh, this is Blood Marinian, Kick Up the Dust. Uh, we're the High Fives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you.
1: Fine, let's fuck Let's raise up a cup For our friends Let's kick up the dust
2: Let's kick
1: up the dust After all, it's just
2: the bones of our friends